Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give, listen to that, the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue or power and knowledge that comes back to you. So he's saying what comes back to you is based on what you did with what you hear of the word. He's not the one who measures the power and knowledge to us, we do. So the degree of power that's operating in our life is completely under our control. The, not, the, the degree of knowledge we walk in is completely under our control. It's not under his. Now, how do we increase the measure of power and the measure of knowledge that we want to have flowing in our life? It's by one way, the measure of thought. This is meditation. The measure of thought and study you give. You dismiss that. You're dismissing yourself from power. You're dismissing yourself from the knowledge of God's, God's knowledge about your life. God's knowledge about the plan that he has for you. So when we decide that we don't have time for study, we're saying we don't need power. Everyone's serving something every day, but make sure what's first is big enough to deliver you. And there's only one thing big enough to deliver you, and that's God and his word. To serve God doesn't mean you can't have other interests. It just means they better be ranked right. When you're facing life and death situations, it's no joke. It's no joke. I said, it is no joke. And I tell you what, you better jump into the flow of life with both feet and you just kick and you scratch and claw to stay in that flow of the word. And I mean, you have to anchor yourself in that word and that word will anchor you. But if you treat it common, if you treat it like, well, I I read a little bit today, brother, you better be all in because life and death situations are no joke. People say, well, I love the Lord. He loves me. I know that's why he gave us the word that will anchor us. Be interested enough in receiving your help and your answers to give the word first place. When we believe, this is is large for you to get hold of. When we are believing God for a miracle, there is no room in our thought life There's no room in our words and there's no room in our fellowship for anything else but what he says. You can't get on the other side of tests and trials unless you are absorbed with what he says. Unless the only thing you let in your mouth is what he says. The only thing you let in your thought life. I mean, you have to be mean and ugly about guarding your thought life. I will not let thoughts of failure. I will not let thoughts of doubt in. I will not let thoughts of fear. I will not let thoughts of worry. I mean, you got to be mean and ugly about it. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, I'm just passive. We're not talking about your personality. We're talking about your interest in the word. I love the testimony of a woman who years ago went to 
Rama to go to, to healing school. She was given a terminal diagnosis by the doctor. Instead of just sitting at home, she's a Christian, but instead of just sitting at home saying, well, I'm just believing for God to heal me. I'm just wanting God to heal me. I'm waiting for God to heal me. She moved herself. She picked up and moved herself to be in Tulsa to go every day to the healing school. And she showed up the first day and she told those who were ministering there, she says, I've been diagnosed with a terminal condition and I decided I refuse to die prematurely because I'm ignorant. Listen, the devil can't defeat you. He's, he is a defeated foe, but ignorance will destroy you. Lack of knowing, lack of caring, lack of being interested can take you all the way to the bottom. Amen. She was giving an all-out effort. When I have gone through severe tests and trials in the past, I didn't get through them because I'm a preacher. You understand that? I did not succeed and get on the other side based on, I'm in five-fold ministry. I pastor. That had nothing to do with my success. You know what had something to do with my success? How I treated the word during that test. I have to treat the word. You have to treat the word. I don't, have to, I don't get to treat the word differently than you do just because I'm a preacher. People will say, well, you study the word because you're a preacher. I study the word because I've got to survive and win and be in victory just like anybody else. <laughs> Amen. Being in the five-fold ministry does not give us a pass to victory. We get there and we, we experience victory the same way you do, how we treat the word. Proverbs 4, so don't think because you're raised in a preacher's family, you'll make it. It's how you treat the word. Say this, how I treat the word determines my outcome. Proverbs 4, verse 20, my son, attend to my words. What's he saying? All out effort. This word attend means your attention. Put your attention on his word. Well, I don't have time. Then you're not all in. I was, I was trying to help somebody years and years ago. They were at work and I, I found out later that they had a terminal condition. I didn't know they had a terminal condition for years. And they called me one day and let me know that they had had this terminal diagnosis years ago. And uh, I said, how come I'm your pastor and didn't know that? That for 12 years, you've had this condition. And uh, I said, you need to take every morning and you need to spend time in the word. And in fact, they were on staff. I said, I will give you till noon every day. I will pay you to be at home from 8 till 12 every day to feed on the Word. She says, i got to get in the office and get my work done. I said, do you not understand dead, dead women don't work? If you neglect the Word, you're going to die. See, they, they couldn't get it past. i gotta go, I got to go do this. i got to do that. Your first responsibility is toward the Word and toward walking in the victory the Word provided for you. But the, the mentality of people putting things that won't deliver them in front. Yeah. My son, attend to my words. 
Incline thine ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. He's saying it's going to take your, it's going to take your ears, it's going to take your eyes and put them in the midst of your heart. It's going to take your whole inside. It's going to take everything of you. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Health to those that find them while they're attending. The la- the, the, this 22nd verse is for those who are doing verse 20. It's health and life to the one attending. It can't be health and life to the one neglecting, but it is life and health to the one attending. People will quote this, your word is life and health only if you're attending to it. All in. Say that with me. All in. Wholehearted. Giving my best. Putting the word first. You can't let yourself go anywhere else with your attention when you need a miracle. When you need a miracle, you don't have time for what's unimportant. Dad Hagen got born again as a 15-year-old on his deathbed. The first day he was bedfast, he had the experience of dying and going to hell. And God brought him back before he entered the gates. And he got born again that night. And he said to his mama, bring me the Bible. See, just because he had a call would not have raised him up off the deathbed, what he was going to do with the word. And he said, bring me the Bible. And he said he was partially blind. He was paralyzed. He said it would take him 45 minutes to turn one page. 45 minutes to turn a page. And he said early in the morning he could read. And then after that, he said his vision would go and he couldn't even read. What was he doing? He was all in. Every bit of him that was available for the word, he was giving his all to the word. Listen, he was incapacitated. He was exhausted. He, he was tired. His heart didn't work right. But that doesn't dismiss us from being all in. Well, I'm tired. How bad do you want it? How interested are you? It's amazing. You're tired, and if somebody came and offered you to go eat at your favorite place, you'd all of a sudden have the strength. And just talk plain, right? So he was all in. He said, I would, I would confess the word. He said, I'd lay the Bible. He said, one night, one night, he says, I quoted Mark eleven twenty four all night long without sleeping. Laid the Bible on my chest, slept with it day after day after day. What was it? He was all in. And what he didn't know came to him. God brought him into the knowledge. Why? Because he was all in. All in people get what others don't. Not because God prefers them, but because people all in refuse to do without. So all he did was read the Bible, pray, confess the Bible. He would get those verses and say them over and over and over and over. And in that, Family members told the doctor, we're concerned that he's, gonna, he's going too far with this Bible stuff. 
Well, my gosh, death was taking them all the way to the Bible and they were concerned that Bible was going to take them too far. The doctor came in and talked to him based on what relatives said and said, son, uh, you're laying here 24 hours a day. What, what, what do you do while you're laying here? He said, I, I, I read my Bible. I pray. I talk to God. He said, uh, well, do you ever read the funny papers? He says, no, don't read the funny papers. He said, why don't you? He said, they don't have time. Why? When you're all in, you don't have time for what won't help you. When you're all in, you don't have time for what's unimportant. It's amazing. We, we, we easily give ourselves a dismissal by saying, I don't have time, but it's amazing what we had time for that day. If you're in a life and death situation, you don't have time for movies. If you're in a life and death situation, you don't have time to be reading uh, certain novels. You don't have time to be going and hanging out with your buddies. When it's a life and death situation, you know what you have time for? All in. <laughs> um, I love the testimony of Lil Lillian B. Yeomans. She was, um, she was dying of a drug addiction. She was a medical doctor, and she began to take drugs, morphine, and others to just keep her going with her schedule. And before long, she found out she's an addict. Well, you can imagine with, she said she took 50 times the amount that would kill a grown man. But her body had built up to being able to handle that much. That's how addicted she was. The doctors just gave her no hope and she was just a bag of bones. One woman who took care of her said she was a skeleton. She was a devil in a skeleton is how she described her. But she turned back to God. She had been born again years ago, but in her practice had neglected her spiritual life. And she came back to God and uh, she was set free and went on for preaching divine healing for the next 45 years. And uh, she said when she was in the midst of these symptoms, can you imagine? She said horrible images, visions and uh, hallucinations and things that were just tormenting. And ministers laid hands on her, but she said uh, all the symptoms didn't leave. All the freedom didn't come into manifestation until she said, I sat with the Bible on my lap and all day long I read healing scriptures. Day after day after day, she says, I read through the gospels. I read all the healing passages over and over and over. And she says, I realized after just a few days of this, she says, I realized all my symptoms were gone and I never knew when they left. Why? When you get all in, your attention goes the right direction. And your attention gets off of what's trying to, to, to oppose you and what you're feeling. She says, and I never recognized when they left. What was it? When she got all in, the word did the work. She could not get rid of those symptoms. She could not make her body well, but the word could. So when she put her attention and her all in on the word, the word did the work. Does the work of what you never could do. What I never could do. The word does the work. Amen. Hallelujah. As we feed on the word, God will show us the remedy for our situation. When we're all in and we're showing God, I'm interested 
in what you have for me. I'm interested in what Jesus paid for. He will show you the remedy for your situation because everyone's reasons why they're facing something different is different to that person, to each person. It's individual to that person. The cause. See, we're redeemed from the curse of the law. I said, we're redeemed from the curse of the law. So anytime there's sickness, disease, failure, lack, anything, it's not because we're under the curse. We're not. Now that's why sinners face what they face. They're under the curse. But those who are born again, we're not under a curse of any kind. You hear me? Any kind. No kind. And so you say, well, then if we're not under the curse, then how come we face some of the same situations sinners face? Sick bodies, troubled minds, lack. Well, it's because of what Paul said in Ephesians 4, verse 27, neither give place to the devil. We open the door to the devil. Everyone, now Dad Hagen used to say this. He said, anytime I'd get sick, it's he said, because I was disobeying God somewhere. I opened the door to the devil. He said, I've got to find what that is that I'm disobeying and where did I open the door? Sometimes just not being interested in your spiritual development opens the door. Why? You're not growing. And the devil loves those who are weak. Why? It's an easy victory for him. And so Dad Hagen was talking about in his own personal life, he says, I had to find what opened the door. When my husband was diagnosed with cancer in his late 50s, he said, uh, He went home from being at the doctor and he said, okay, God, you don't miss it. I've missed it. Where did I miss it? And God told him two things that he missed it in. He said, number one, you don't rest your body. Number two, you've disobeyed me in the prophet's office. Ed repented of that and God said, okay, within 30 days, it'll all be gone. Day 28, he went back and it was all gone. Now he did do some medical, some medical treatments, but even the doctor said that wasn't supposed to do what? what was arrived at. He said that would never do what was arrived at. What am I trying to say? There's a cause. When you're giving an all out effort toward the word, God will show you the cause. I said, God will show you the cause, but when you're not interested, you won't see the cause many times because you got to close the door that you opened. If you opened the door to sickness, opened the door to lack, opened the door to depression, you got to close that door. Because if you don't, your victory will leak right back out. So who, who are those that know where they need to close the door? Those who are interested in the word. Those who are giving an all out effort. I tell you what, when you show God you're wholly interested, God will not leave you without your help. He is your help. And even if you're slow to hear, he'll keep working with you. But can I say this? I dare to say many know where they've missed it. I would say 95% know what God's been dealing with them about that they haven't addressed. Now let me say this. God is so merciful. God is so merciful. But don't presume upon his mercies to to keep ignoring what he's dealing with you about. Every day, every day his word matters to me. Every day to fellowship with him, to talk with him, to know him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Stand with me to your feet. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. It keeps us from walking in the dark.
we make corrections, we make adjustments. And I invite those who are watching by live stream or you're just watching this broadcast later, right where you're at from the inside of you, make those changes, make those corrections, make those adjustments. If you're dealing with a life and death situation, be all in. Be all in to the Word. Be all in to fellowship with God. If you're in a life and death financial situation, be all in. Get all into the Word. If you're dealing with a life and death situation in your marriage, get all in. And let the Word demonstrate power in your life. God, want, God has power and it's for you. Amen? God has power. It's for you. We thank you, Father. There's somebody who your back's being healed right now. Just move around. It could be somebody watching. You may be watching this while this is going live, but it, you may be also watching it later. Uh, the word still stands. You can receive your healing right now. Somebody's back is being healed. Move it around. Somebody, that power is going down through the hip and going all the way down the leg. It's from the lower back going through that hip area all the way down to all the way down the leg. Move it around. Do something you couldn't do. Act on that. Say, I received that. I take that. It's mine. Amen. We thank you for it, Father. Somebody, God is straightening up your, the, top of your, the top of your spine. There's something with the way your skull has set on the spine. It's been off. God's correcting that. Hallelujah. Just, if, you couldn't, if you couldn't move, if you were limited, if something you could not do, move it around. Do something you couldn't do. Give action to that. Hallelujah. Somebody's throat is being healed right now. There's been some swallowing issues. Uh, in fact, you, you choke on your food quite frequently. That's being healed right now. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Lungs. Lungs are being made whole right now. You can breathe all the way to the bottom. No restriction right now. All the difficulty, all the weakness of the lungs leaves right now. But it, you receive it. How do you receive it? With your words. You see, I take that. Words that come from your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it. Something that's in the chest area, it's like you've had an ongoing pressure that's been on your chest. If someone were to stand and just put both palms of their hands and push against your chest, that's the way there's just been an ongoing steady pressure in your chest that's being healed right now. Again, that could be people that are watching by live stream. Uh, receive it right where you're at. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody's ears just popped open. Somebody, you've had ears that were closed up. They're popping open right now. Hallelujah. I don't know if it's due to some kind of fluid in the ears. I don't know if it's due to deafness. Ears popping open right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you this? If you will give an all-out effort to the Word, it won't take long. It will not take long for things to begin turning. When, when, when you're all in, it will not take long. Don't let the devil dupe you into thinking it's going to be year, months and months before. No, it won't take long. You'll see change when you're all in. Attend to my words. Your full attention, your full attention in your thought life, in your speech. We thank you, Father. What is that? What is that? 
female organs being healed. You can receive that if that describes your need right there. You can receive that. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you. Spines are straightening up. Spines are straightening up. If you'll, if you'll move around, you'll realize, ah, that's different. Ah, that pain is gone. That hindrance and mobility is gone. Hallelujah. There's somebody's teeth being healed. It seems to me it's the back teeth. There's been problems with your teeth, the lower back teeth. Those are being healed right now. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen. The Word is the only way He can come in. When people accept the Word, if people reject the Word, they shut Him out. But when you say, I'm all in. And you know, remember when I said about the king? Was it King Hezekiah? Uh, on the inside, he, he made an adjustment. And before the prophet could even get off his property, the situation turned. Why? It didn't take long when he was all in. Making an inward adjustment will put you all in. Why? Because God is running to people's needs to supply them. That power is running, moving. He hastens to his word to perform it. He's not trying to withhold something to teach you a lesson, to make you suffer. But when the moment you get all in, I guarantee you things start going into place that were out of place. And the manifestation of that can happen quickly or it may happen over time. It doesn't matter. From inward corrections come outward blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. Outward manifestations. Praise the Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. I speak to minds. Those that have been tormented and harassed in your mind. And you're watching even. You be free. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free in Jesus' name. Satan, you take your hand off their minds. You take your hand off their bodies. In Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for it. Now I remind you, keep yourself stirred. Keep yourself stirred. Every day, you have to get up and stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. That's why attending a local church is so important. It helps you in that stirring process. Hallelujah. Let's just thank Jesus for that healing power flowing. Jesus, thank you for healing power. Thank you for healing. We thank you. Holy Spirit, you are the agent that he, that, that heaven works through to bring about changes. We thank you for your working in this room, that you're working in the place where people are receiving, even in their own homes or places of business, right where they're at. You're working at the place where people receive that word. We thank you. We thank you for it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Jesus, you're a wonderful healer. You're my wonderful healer. 
We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.